We were designed for deep and intimate connection, but far too often we find ourselves on relational autopilot. You want the marriage you dreamed of, not the marriage that you're settling for. Each week we share personal and professional stories, giving you tools and guidance, empowering you to restore and reimagine the marriage you always wanted. Welcome to the Thrive Marriage Podcast. So in this fourth full episode here of the Thrive Marriage Podcast, we, we started this, uh, this month with listening to a little clip with uh, Dan Allender in the interview that you and I did with him, Tracy. And he, mm-hmm. um, he was talking with us about the leaving process and, and what that looks like, particularly as he was engaging it as a father as his children were getting married and the children then turning back to him to say, thank you and goodbye. goodbye. Um, and that I think was a, a brilliant conversation that we had with him. The full, the full interview of, uh, of that with Dan is in the Thrive Marriage Lab. Um, and uh, what we, then we went on to process with our spouses and mm-hmm. you had a chance with Mark and I had a chance with Beth. And I'm just curious, as you listen to where Beth and I went in that conversation, um, what, what were you aware of as you were listening to, to us? It was so interesting for me to listen to the two of you and the, you, the uniqueness of how you guys met each other. And then really what, what unfolded for you, I was struck as you were talking about how you had both really left. I mean, left home, left your families and, uh, and you have different reasons for, you know, why that was the case, but then you landed together, you know, meeting one another in college, but just this very strong sense that I heard from each of you of like, well, we've certainly left. (laughs) At least that's what we thought. (laughs) That was what you thought, but it was just, it came through with such clarity and it, and it sparked my imagination of what it would have been like because Mark and I did so much work with college and young adult um, couples, right? Dating and then, and then talking to them before they got married. I, I found myself imagining what it would have been like for us to sit with Chris and Beth and what you would have been telling us about what you knew as it pertained to what you didn't need to do in the realm of leaving because you had already done it. <laughs> Which if you do sit with Chris and Beth, you know, like we're pretty definitive and we're like, yes, go, we're, we're going to make it happen and, and all that. And so of course, mm-hmm. of course, as a 22 year old, we had fully accomplished the leaving process and yeah. right. Uh, yeah. And then in the unfolding of, uh, of what happened, even in the midst of the podcast mm-hmm. that you know, it's very clear now, 25 years later, the leaving process is, is still happening. Right. right? Well, and that shock of, whoa, wait, I mean, we've lived overseas. We have, we, I, I I left at 16 to do my semester abroad. Like we're going to be fine. This is not this coming back home to America and settling back in with parent, this isn't going to be a thing. This is going to be, this is going to be fine. So, um, you know, the surprise in that for you guys. Um, and, and, you know, Chris, I think the other thing that I would say is, so our story is different. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute, but, uh, but it was not, it was into my 
thirties um, and, and maybe even in actually truthfully, probably more into my forties when I realized like, Oh wait, there's a leaving that hasn't happened. So, um, so I, I think it, it's so great that we got to hear, you know, what has that looked like for you and Beth? Where were you sure you had left and where did you realize there was leaving that you didn't even realize you needed to do? Um, and I'm sure our listeners, that's a, such a great invitation for our listeners too. Yeah. You know, where were you sure? And where have you, where maybe do you need to go look? <laughs> right. I love your word surprise. Uh, because I think, you know, we get when we're first married and we're in that process of establishing a home and getting jobs and, you know, kids might start coming, like all that happens. The busyness of things, you're just, you're just moving forward and just like the boulder is rolling down the hill and it's just going to keep rolling. And, um, and yet the surprise is like, it comes out of left field sometimes. It's Mm -hmm. totally like, I didn't even see this coming. And, and for me, it's the surprises. I didn't even see this coming and I don't even know what's coming. I don't know what's going on right now because I'm triggered or I'm activated or I'm committed to something. I, that, uh, I love how Mark talked about in, in your episode with him that there was this, the leaving of the interpretations, the leaving of the family patterns, the leaving of like that, that sometimes are so ingrained, we don't even realize that they're there. And they come as a surprise when some new experience or situation we, we come across in our marriage. And all of a sudden I am back in some, you know, five-year-old's body. Mm-hmm. even though I'm 35 or 40, right? right. That, you know, I, I don't even know what's happening right now. Why am I feeling that? That's the surprise. And I think it's mm-hmm. kind of like this, this historical story, family of origin ambush that, that arrives in your marriage. And that, that's kind of what happens, mm-hmm. happened for us. Well, and I love, you know, the, the, I think I also really enjoyed what happened very like live and in the moment for you and Beth, because she noticed what was happening, but then you gave the invitation, like, how was that for you? How was that for you to be at the receiving end of what was going on for me? And it was, it it was just so candid um, and, and real time. So I, I thought that, that you, you offered all of us a very generous gift um, as that unfolded in your yeah. conversation. Yeah, and I think those are the thank you. And um, it wasn't easy <laughs> to be there. If this Mm-mm. was a, a video podcast instead of an audio podcast, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I would have wanted people to see my face. Right. Right. Um, That's and a big at the statement. Same, yeah. <laughs> And at the same time, it is um, recognizing the, as I mentioned, the surprise or the ambushes, uh, they start to become familiar. And they start to become something that as we attend to those places in our lives and in our stories of where the leaving maybe hasn't gone so well, and where some of those loyalties, those attachments, those commitments are still made, uh, or, you know, still hanging on to the, to the family of origin, they, they become familiar and you're like, Oh, here I am again. Mm-hmm. And here I am again. 
And in each, again, it feels like I have a little bit more choice mm -hmm. of how I would like to navigate that. And so that's, that's what I was experiencing. Like, I hope yeah. I have a little bit more choice this time than last time. Which is, you know, that place where we, where we start to feel like we've lost choice and, you know, and for Mark and I, the, the difference I think about, you know, we, we moved, it did not feel hard for me to put the suitcases in the car and drive away, like move to another state. That, right. that was, that was not, that was not painful. That, that was not what it was for us. And for Mark, and I think he, you know, we talked about the whole thing with his mom and cooking dinner and the expectation that we would be there. There is a physicality that, mm. um, that plays in with his family. And so it's their physical presence is, is uh, more of a, of a thing for me. It was back then. I, mm -hmm. I felt that, that like we haven't actually left feeling. I, for me, it was more emotional. And so even though we'd moved, you know, a couple of thousand miles away, mm -hmm. the connection to my family and my loyalty was, was well intact. It was not distance did not challenge. Yeah. That. <laughs> well, I love how you guys talked in, in, in your conversation about how it was very clear that Mark was leaving his family and joining <laughs> yours. <laughs> yes. yes. Very definitive. Yes. There is no doubt that this there is what no, is happening. Right. There's no question. <laughs> and, uh, and, and to be reinforced, was it your uncle who wrote you the, the oh, check? Oh, my grandfather. Your grandfather, yeah. My, yeah. my grandfather. Mm -hmm. um, that that is this like heritage legacy oh, yeah. of what it means that we are the core and people join mm -hmm. us, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I was, oh, true. I was wondering a practical thing and, uh, you know, like how did Tracy even cash those checks when she no longer had that name? Like, and, and, and I feel like even that, that phrase cashing the checks is, Oh yeah. Right. That there's the practicality. What is the bank going to do with that? But then are you continuing to cash the checks and what that means in the family for, for Mark to cash the check from your grandfather. Well, and I called my parents, right? I mean, you know, because, because that's what you do, right? <laughs> and said, like, what do I, what do I do with this? And I remember my mom saying, oh, honey, it's not a problem. You know, he still writes me checks in my maiden name too. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you just, this is how you do that, right? This is how you sign your name. And... I like, I had never, that had never occurred to me. Mm. Right. I mean, but, and there is a, there is a, a legacy there and, and in all like, like honesty in this moment, as you and I are, are talking about that, I am very aware Mark and I have that energy, like our family. I mean, you've met my family and my kids and, and even some of my kids, you know, soon to be spouses, we've got significant others, all of that going on. We, we exude that come and join us energy. And for all of where I, I believe that there has been a breaking of loyalty, like, but we have forged something now that we have to attend to with our own children, right. you know, how do we celebrate and, and empower and bless 
they're joining and, and participating, right? Yeah. Like in other, in, in, in the family of who they will, um, the person that they're going to marry. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to do that, but, but that I just like, Ooh, wow. Like we, we definitely exude that. Join us. Yeah. Join us. And we'll and, make it very easy for you to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the beauty of what that means for hospitality yeah. and what that, what that means for still as having adult children, providing a home and a place to come and be mothered and fathered and nurtured, even if, they are adults, right? We never have a, uh, that never goes away. That need never goes away. Uh, and for there to be not only in the, when you are getting married and you, as Dan was talking about in the interview, you, you say thank you and goodbye. There's also the parental side of that, that says, um, I love you and goodbye. Right. Right. Well, and may you come home, may you visit, right? May you come home and visit. I love when my, I love when my older three kids come home, I, you know, I, and this is not their home, right. right? This is not their home. This is a place where they come home and they visit and I put my arms around them and Mark does the same and, and we live into those dynamics, you know, for a week or sometimes 10 days. And, and then, and then go home to your home, mm-hmm. go back to your, go back to your home. And, and it is sweet now to go visit my children in their home, in, in their homes, the homes that they are creating. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. Yes. So all of, all of the things. So another <laughs> thing in your conversation with Mark that I found fascinating and funny at the same time was the the honeymoon story mm-hmm. and um and when i say funny i mean both humorous and also tragic um, oh yeah in in how the the commitment that mark had to his family's scarcity mm-hmm. created a space where you both were traveling in a car and staying with friends on your way to your honeymoon. Yes. As we're talking like, so Mark was invited to join your family. And yet in the very space where you're physically leaving your family, you said that's not that emotional, you know, that's fine to drive a thousand miles away. But when he's inviting you into that car to go off into creating that new home, it's actually like not full of richness and I don't necessarily mean like monetary kind of no and I think he spoke that right the scarcity Mm -hmm. I mean and scarcity is sort of the opposite of richness and that's and and having nothing to do with money right right nothing to do with money and and there were a lot of years that that story that story was was painful and when Mark and I started doing our own story work like an unpacking our individual stories and then the story of our marriage uh that that was a place that um we spent some time because there's you know that as is often the case there's even more to the story than just that and um i we have taken some fabulous trips 
since. Mark has planned some amazing things that we have done. And you, but you never replace that. You know, you don't, it, that doesn't change that there was something foundational that happened. And when we counsel, when we do premarital counseling for couples, like that is, Mark is very intentional about having a clear conversation. You know, what is your plan and has planned some amazing honeymoons for people. He has helped, he has helped some men do really well. Oh, and again, that really well. funny, humorous, tragic is that he's planning that helping other couples have the honeymoon that right. would that have been. That we did not have. That you, yeah, <laughs> that you did not have. Yeah. We did oh. not have. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 And it is. It is. Today, it is, it is funny and it is tragic. It is both. Yeah. It is both. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that he chose to tell that. Yes. You know. That was very generous to, of him. I used to mm -hmm. tell that story really loud and, you know, um, I don't, I don't tell that. That's Mark's story to tell more yes. often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait to hear more of these conversations between you and Mark, mm -hmm. and we will continue uh, to, to move forward in the Thrive Marriage pod podcast here with next week, we'll start with another uh, rendition, another conversation about an expert interview that we have in the lab, uh, pull out a little segment and then uh, talk about that, which then lead us even into more conversations in our own marriages. So stay tuned as we continue with the Thrive Marriage Podcast. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Thrive Marriage Podcast, where each week we're bringing you personal and professional stories to help your relationship. You can learn more about us at restorationcounselingnoco.com or find out more about the Thrive Marriage Lab membership community over in our digital laboratories, restorylabs.com. We open membership up only twice a year, so make sure you join the waitlist to be the first to know. We'll see you same time, same place next week.